Here's our October 25th, 2022 edition of Spy Movie News, where you'll learn what's happening in the spy movie world in under 14 minutes. We spend hours researching this, so you don't have to. Hi, this is Tom from SpyMovieNavigator.com on our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Today we'll look at spy movies and spy streaming series that are in development. Some of those will be Slow Horses, Litvinenko, Citadel, Our Man from Jersey, The Grey House, A Spy Among Friends, and many more. We'll also react to a comment from Elizabeth Banks about her 2019 movie, Charlie's Angels. And we'll react to something that scared us that Barbara Broccoli said about Bond 26. So let's start this discussion with some news about a series that we like that's getting ready for a second season, Slow Horses. We're excited that Apple Plus has released the trailer for Season 2 of Slow Horses. We love Season 1 of Slow Horses and have been anticipating Season 2. If you didn't see Season 1 of this series on Apple Plus, you can stream it to catch up. It stars Gary Oldman, Kristen Scott Thomas, and Jack Loudon. Season 2 also brings back much of the excellent supporting cast. And here's the cool part. The trailer says that Season 2 comes out December 2nd, 2022. We can't wait. Litvinenko. According to Variety, the movie Litvinenko, which stars David Tennant, has sold to AMC Plus and Sundance Now, among others. It's on a variety of streaming services internationally, and it's pre-sold ahead of its debut on ITVX, which is ITV's streaming service slated to launch in November 2022. This is based on the true story of Alexander Litvinenko, who you may remember died from polonium poisoning. Well, Litvinenko was a former Russian Federal Security Services and KGB officer who defected to Great Britain. This movie gives us his story. Next up is Citadel, a six-part spy story that will release on Amazon Prime sometime in the future. One part of it's being filmed in Italy. As Riccardo Tozzi, producer and founder of the studio Cataleya, tells Variety, the Italian series is a spy story with elements of action, adventure, and fantasy. The genre is simply unprecedented for Italy and for Cataleya. The cast is strong for the series as it stars Priyanka Chopper Jonas, Stanley Tucci, and Richard Madden. We'll look forward to this one. Our Man from Jersey stars Halle Berry, Mark Wahlberg, and J.K. Simmons. It's a Netflix movie which is being described as a blue-collar James Bond. It follows the reluctant spy formula that we highlight often in our podcast episodes. This time it's Mark Wahlberg who's a construction worker who gets involved in the spy game because of his girlfriend, played by Halle Berry. Filming has begun in Croatia, London, and Trieste, Italy. And the supporting actors are strong too, including Jackie Earl Haley. He's one of those actors that I like in everything he's done. He usually plays someone who's a bit quirky or weird, so it's going to be fun to see what they do with him here. Yep, sign me up for this one when it's released on Netflix. We've mentioned the upcoming movie Compromat in a few spy movie news episodes in the past. And this movie is somewhat based on a true story about a Frenchman working in Siberia who gets framed. This has been a very successful movie in France since it was released on September 7th there, and international distribution has begun widely. Magnolia Pictures has bought the U.S. rights to Compromat. As Magnolian President Eamon Bowles says in Variety, Compromat is an incredibly tense espionage thriller. Jerome Sale and the stellar cast have delivered an exceptional movie. So this is another one that we are very much looking forward to. Swiss Television has commissioned an eight-part series based on the company Crypto AG, which is called Codeword Rubicon. The company launched in the early 1950s and was really a front for the CIA and West German intelligence services. This is a fascinating, true story, and we're eager to see how it's told here. Codeword Rubicon is expected to hit pre-production next year, so we'll have to wait for this one. You may remember Ryan Felipe played FBI agent Eric O'Neill 
in the 2007 movie Breach, which chronicled the takedown of Robert Hansen for selling secrets to the Russians. That was an adaptation based on a true story. Well, now Ryan Felipe plays another FBI agent in the movie American Murderer. This too is based on a true story and stars Tom Pelfrey as Jason Derrick Brown. Brown is a con man that Felipe's character has to track down. Idina Menzel also stars in this movie. American Murderer released at the end of October in limited theaters in the U.S., so we'll see how it's going to stream. Sanctioning Evil. Zach McGowan, Taryn Manning, Tobias Trevelyan, and Chris Tardio star in the movie Sanctioning Evil. The tagline for this movie is, After being discharged from the military, Sergeant Barn finds his way back into society via a charismatic politician with a covert plan to eliminate an underground criminal element. An article in MovieWeb.com gives us more depth, including telling us that the criminal element is a challenging one, child trafficking. This one seems to have a hard edge to it. There was a limited U.S. release, and it's currently available for streaming on Vudu, Amazon Prime Video, and Google Play. The Grey House. I mean, now this is one of those where it's just too bad they couldn't get any big stars for the movie The Grey House. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It stars Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman. That should be a good sign. You've got some really good talent there. Now, The Grey House is a six-hour series being done by Paramount Global, and it's yet another movie series that we've talked about today that's based on a true story. This time, it's a Civil War spy drama, which focuses on a three-woman spy ring who, according to Deadline.com, turned the tide in the American Civil War in favor of the North. Deadline likens the story to that of the 2017 movie Hidden Figures, which also featured Costner. Hidden Figures focus on real-life female mathematicians who were vital to NASA and the space program. So, different bent on this thing, but it's based on a group of females that a lot of people didn't know about that had a very big impact on, on history. A release date for The Grey House has not been announced. So next up is Chief of Station. Chief of Station heads into production this November. And this is the Alec Baldwin, Olga Kurilenko spy movie that we've mentioned in earlier episodes. The casting is shoring up nicely with the addition of Alex Pettifer, who will play a CIA agent, and Chris Petrovsky, who plays Baldwin's son. And no release date has been announced for Chief of Station. Netflix is bringing us another true spy story. They've obtained the rights to Joseph Cox's upcoming book, Dark Wire. This plot sounds a bit similar to Codename Rubicon that we had mentioned earlier in this episode. Now, according to Deadline.com, Dark Wire tells the story of how the FBI created a fake telecom company that led to the arrest of over a thousand international criminals. So here, it's the FBI doing this, not the CIA, as we mentioned in Codename Rubicon. But it's still a U.S. government agency creating a front company in order to catch bad guys. Jason Bateman has signed on to direct Dark Wire. The Recruit. Netflix is on a roll. They're going to premiere the series The Recruit on December 16, 2022. Noah Centineo plays Owen Hendricks, who's a CIA lawyer who has to deal with a former asset who wants to expose why she has been involved with the agency. The Recruit also has the name Grey Male in some other countries, and we should point out that this is not the 2003 movie starring Al Pacino and Colin Farrell with the same name, The Recruit. So this is a new one for us. A Spy Among Friends The movie The Fourth Protocol had a character named Kim Philby in it. Kim Philby was a real-life double agent, and a lot has been written about his treason. In the ITVX series A Spy Among Friends, due to be released this fall, Damian Lewis plays Philby's close friend, Nicholas Elliott. Elliott is an operative with the SIS who has to interrogate Philby. Philby's played by Guy Pierce. So once again, we have a spy movie or a series based on real life. 
A Spy Among Friends is based on Ben McIntyre's book about Philby. Given that it stars Lewis and Pierce, this is a series we'll definitely want to catch. Vikram Veda. First appearing in 1986, Vikram is a Bollywood secret agent. Vikram Veda brings the character back 27 years later. His mission is to thwart a huge drug deal. Sounds a little bit like License to Kill to us. Vikram is now a grandfather who has to work with a younger operative named Amar. These guys don't care about the rules, and they fight crime as they want to. Now, this is a remake of the 2017 Tamil-based movie with the same name. However, it is 26 minutes longer, and it has a lot of action in its 2-hour and 53-minute runtime. Tom's rant. We're done discussing the upcoming spy movies, but there are two things I want to talk about here that just kind of get my goat. Back in December of 2019, we gave a scathing review of the just-released movie Charlie's Angels. We did not like this movie, and one of the things that we pointed out was that the movie was marketed toward girls, and pretty much only towards girls. This movie did not do well at the box office. Now, the movie's director, Elizabeth Banks, was interviewed recently by the New York Times. Although the interview was supposed to be about her new movie called Jane, she was asked about Charlie's Angels, and she didn't help her cause here. Here's part of what she said, quote, There was a story around Charlie's Angels that I was creating some feminist manifesto. I was making an action movie, Banks said plainly. I would have liked to have made Mission Impossible, but women aren't directing Mission Impossible. I was able to direct an action movie, frankly, because it starred women and I'm a female director. And that is just the confine right now in Hollywood. I wish that the movie had not been presented as just for girls, because I didn't make it just for girls. It was a disconnect on the marketing side of it for me. Well, for us here at Spy Movie News, the marketing for girls was only part of the problem with the movie. The script wasn't very imaginative, which we think hurt it more than the marketing. Sounds to us that Banks is carrying a large chip on her shoulder about the marketing, but we doubt this movie would have been successful with different marketing. It just wasn't a good movie, and let alone a good spy movie. Okay, and the second thing I have to rant about, I mean, just tell me this isn't true. I read an article on the Spy Command that says Barbara Broccoli said that Neil Purvis and Robert Wade will probably work on Bond 26. Please, no, 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 no. Don't do it. These are the two that ruined the Bond franchise, in our opinion. They did all right with The World Is Not Enough, their first Bond script, and they did well with Casino Royale in 2006, but they had the Fleming book to work with there. But then they lost track of who Bond is. Let's see. Die Another Day, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and finally, No Time to Die. Although some of those did well in the box office, the character Bond changed a lot, and not in a positive way from the way I see it. They really boxed themselves in with Skyfall by focusing so much on age and the old way of doing things, and that's where they really lost it. Then, please, who was the character Daniel Craig was playing in No Time to Die? It wasn't the James Bond I know. Can't we just have Purvis and Wade meet the same fate as they wrote for M, Lighter, and Bond? The franchise needs new blood. Let's get rid of these two and get a new team in writing it. It needs the help. Their time has passed. In memoriam, we lost some major talent this month, and we'll start with Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury passed at the age of 96, and she's best known for her work on stage and her role in the TV series Murder, She Wrote. She was also the voice of Mrs. Potts in Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Miss Lansbury had success in espionage movies as well. She was nominated for three Oscars for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Her final nomination was in 1963 for her portrayal of Miss Eleanor Shaw Iselin in The Manchurian Candidate. 
a great espionage movie. She also played Miss Froy in the 1979 remake of the Hitchcock classic, The Lady Vanishes. Her fans will be able to see her final movie performance in Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, starting on December 23rd. Robbie Coltrane. Scottish actor Robbie Coltrane passed at age 72. To many fans of the Harry Potter series, Robbie Coltrane was known as Hagrid. To James Bond fans, he was Valentin Zukovsky in Goldeneye and The World is Not Enough, one of our favorite characters in the series. His birth name was Anthony Robert McMillan, and he was a fan of jazz and took the name of Robbie Coltrane as an homage to John Coltrane. Douglas Kirkland passed at the age of 88. Kirkland was a very skilled and sought-after celebrity photographer. An article on Variety.com tells us he earned a Lifetime Achievement Award from the American Society of Operating Cameramen and the President's Award from the American Society of Cinematographers. Some of his work includes photographs of Marilyn Monroe, Bridget Bardot, Coco Chanel, Audrey Hepburn, and many more. Douglas Kirkland was the uncredited still photographer on the James Bond movie License to Kill. And finally, editor Dennis Verkler has passed at the age of 80. He earned two Academy Award nominations for editing. The first was for the espionage movie The Hunt for Red October, which he shared with John Wright. And the second was for The Fugitive, which he shared with five other editors. So that's it. This has been Tom of SpyMovieNavigator.com. We hope you enjoyed this month's Spy Movie News. Please subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, in your favorite podcast app. All the links we use to create this episode are on our website, SpyMovieNavigator.com. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.